You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 70. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. Clearly, I am dedicated to bringing you a podcast since my voice is shaky, so you guys are going to have to bear with me. But we're not going to be hearing from me most of this episode. In fact, we have a podcast panel party and we are talking to four of my beloved clients. We've got Casey, Bree, Sarah, and Karen with us today. And they are just going to share a little bit about their stories, their journeys, what they struggled with, what they transformed into now that they are yummy mummies officially. So I want to cut right to the chase and first introduce you to Casey and Casey, why don't you start us off and just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you live, a little bit about you and then bring us right to, since we are doing a panel and since we are in a group format, talk to us a little bit about what it's like being coached in a group, going through the yummy mummy experience in a group format, because I know a lot of people really want one-on-one coaching and they, it's really hard for them to see that in fact, group is way better for what we are trying to do, which is lose weight for the last time. Casey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for having me. My name is Casey. I um, live in Seattle, Washington. I'm a wife, a mom, a friend, an agent, a, I don't really cook. I'll just be honest, but I, I found Yummy through a friend and looked into it. And I remember on our consult call, you shared that it would be a group setting. And I did have, I think I wrote this down. I had like an initial rejection. I had been in other weight loss groups or just other group settings that were okay, but I just didn't feel like it was that an added benefit. I really wanted you all to myself because you had won me over immediately. And I'd seen the success as other people had. But I will say after I, gosh, maybe the first group, after I just jumped in after the first class or session and going forward, it was never a second thought. I could, I wouldn't want to do this again without the group. Mm. Why? How come? Tell us. There's so many added benefits. I mean, for one, everyone in the group is such a beautiful soul. And I think it was really nice to feel not as alone and I could relate to other people and maybe I wasn't willing to speak up or share something, or I haven't even addressed something or knew that there was a challenge in my life or a roadblock that I knew about hearing somebody else go through it and help you coach them through it. And then overcome it helped me look inside myself and also further my own growth and achieve other things faster or just at all. I shouldn't say faster because yeah. I know that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I do think you're right. I do think that inside the group, we get results faster because we can overcome challenges faster. We can like see all the obstacles faster. We get so many, we have access to all these brains and all these challenges and all these paths. Karen, did you want to say something? I love how you just raised your hand. You guys can totally do that. If you want to chime in, I love that. As Casey was talking, something that's never dawned on me before just popped into my head, but 
I, I was very worried about the group as well. And, but I really just loved your podcast. So you basically had me at hello, but now I think about it and you think, Think about you go through your life and how many people are involved in the way you see yourself and the decisions you make around food and something about actually having other women there to just hear their stories and also give you feedback. Just, it really like accelerates the process. And then it actually accelerates your process outside of the group with other people. Yeah, I know that's so helpful. Yeah. I think there's something empowering too, about seeing just as other people struggle, they struggle just like me. And then if I see like, if they can do it, I can do it. And the tools you learn in the program help banish any thoughts or feelings of comparison or unhealthy competition. So that's not even in there. I'm really just competing with myself and I have this amazing coach and like cheer squad. And that was a game changer too. Yeah. I love that analogy. It's so true. Yeah. I do think people are, and I was too, before I went into like a group coaching scenario, I was like, no, I want one-on-one. One-on-one is going to be so much better. And what I've seen for myself as a client or a coachee and myself as the coach, it's just, it's like that quote, right? If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And I feel like that's exactly what we're doing inside the experience as a group setting. And I totally get it, right? I feel the same way. I wanted all the one-on-one attention with my coach. And now I've been with her in the mastermind for like, I don't even know, 18 months or something because the group is so amazing. You get access to so many other brains versus just my brain. (laughs) So much better. Does anyone else want to say anything about the group setting and maybe your apprehensions and then what it was like afterwards, Sarah? So Sarah, why don't you introduce yourself to us and then tell us about the group and Karen, we'll have to hear your introduction in a minute. So go ahead, Sarah. Okay. Hi guys. I'm Sarah. I was introduced to Laura through another podcast and joined the yummy mummy in May I loved the podcast in the beginning, and then I had a consultation with Laura, and that's what kind of sealed the deal for me, having that one-on-one conversation with her. And I remember asking her at that time, am I going to have to talk to this group? Am I going to have to tell them how much I weigh? And she said, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to, but here we are in March and I love these women and I tell them things I don't tell anyone else. And here you are on a podcast. (laughs) You didn't want to talk in the group group, and now you're on a podcast. I love it. So funny. So I would say about the group for me, the group experience is a couple of things is someone else is getting coaching. That's powerful to me to hear their coaching, whether it's repetition or it's something I didn't know that I needed, which, you know, Casey kind of pointed to earlier. And then many times my co-yummies have said, oh my gosh, thank you for getting coached. I needed that today. But probably even more powerful for me is this idea of like, I need a witness and things that I wanted to work on for myself. It's all related to weight loss, but like outside of weight loss, I have been brave and shared those with the group. And it's exactly what my 
soul needed is to tell my truth in a way and ask for coaching. So that piece has been really awesome because I've been able to dig up some things that needed to be healed. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear about that more in a little bit, because I really want to hear about who you guys were before and who you guys are after we're never going to be at or afters, but who you are present day. So Brie, let's check in with you. Tell us about yourself and then tell us what you think about the group and just the group dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Bree. I live in the central coast of California and a proud mama of two little girls. And I just wanted to echo what Sarah was saying about being really shy and kind of private when it comes to speaking to the group. I was really hesitant about it. And the idea of sharing details about my weight every day and what I was eating every day and whatever I was struggling with seemed really intimidating to me. But now it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the Yummy Mummy experience. Like, sure, you share all that stuff, but so is everyone else. And we're all going through it together. And it's probably like my favorite thing to do in the morning. I get my cup Uh of coffee and I sit down and I read everything that my co-mummies, I love that you said that, Sarah. I know, um, I love that too. Are going through all the same things and it's so supportive. And I've never experienced that in a group before where we can just be there for one another and in such a like-minded way. It's really special. Yeah, it's so special. And it's so interesting how like, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but for me and what I see in the group, it's like, once you out something, once you like put something on paper or say something out loud that you previously were ashamed of, it's like the shame loses its hold on you. Right. It's like, as soon as you put your weight out there and you used to think that meant you were bad or failure, it's like, poof. Oh no, this is just a neutral thing. And yeah, maybe I want to change it, but we're all going through this. I feel like when we kind of out ourselves or out our like dark side. It just doesn't have as much power over us anymore. And it seems like you were speaking to that a little bit with just what was intimidating. And then you went for it and then you created so much from there. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So you guys, I want to hear a little bit about your before and not in like, okay, this is like my before picture on Instagram and my after picture on Instagram. Like who were you before you started the yummy mummy experience, what were some of the main feelings you felt? What were this, some of the main ways of being, what were you struggling with before? And now what is it like being you? What are some of the main feelings you feel now? What are the, some of the main ways of being now? Who are you now? So Karen, why don't we touch base with you so you can introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit about your before and after. And like I said before, you guys, our afters are always evolving, which I think is fun. Like I think life would be so boring if we were just done. So of course they're continually evolving. So Karen, take it away. Tell us who you are and tell us about your before and after. Okay. I'm Karen and I am in Bellevue, Washington. I'm a mom of two boys and, um, also a business owner attorney. And I was introduced to your podcast by my good friend, Kelly, got to do a shout out right at a baseball game for one of my sons. And I had five minutes to drive from the game to my house alone. And I listened to the very, your very first podcast 
And I just remember the analogies about the cupcake and the ex-boyfriend. And I was just like, this made so much sense to me. And I don't know if we're actually saying this, but that was in May of 2021. And I am now down 23 pounds. Oh my God. So awesome. Yes. Let's shout it from the rooftops. This is like something to be celebrated. Yeah. We want to hear from everybody. That's so awesome. And at the time, I think going to my natural weight, if you had asked me, I would have thought maybe 10 pounds. Well, I remember this for you and you're like, oh, and then maybe I can move the bar and then maybe I can move the bar. But I would say the biggest difference for me from before and after is that I was a very, I just looked at everything very extreme. If I went out to dinner or went on a girl's trip, I was extremely fun. And that may, meant I was drinking all the things, eating all the things, doing all the things. And then I would come back and do an intense cleanse maybe like a three-day juice cleanse or a whole 30, or I don't know if we're supposed to say exactly, but just intense exercise. And so in the, and there was definitely feelings of, you know, regret at those times or Mm -hmm. probably judgment or shame at the, the big swings. And now I'm still extremely fun, but (laughs) I think I'm just much more conscious of what I'm doing. And then if I do go big, I come back and I just get back on my protocol that I love. And I, there's just moving on. Life feels very easy. It Mm. it does not feel like this has been hard at all. It just feels easy. That is thank you for that. Yeah. That is so awesome. Can you speak to a little bit about like why it's easy, because I think it's so hard to believe that it's easy, right? Like, yes, there have been challenges for all of us, but overall, like this is, I remember Kelsey actually saying this. She's like, of all the diets I've ever done, not that this is a diet, this has been the easiest thing that I've done. I'm like, oh my God, that's such a good way to put it. I totally agree. So we've speaked a little bit to the ease part. Well, some of it, it, I don't know how to say that it doesn't quite make sense at times to me. I've literally been up in the middle of the night thinking Laura Conley is a magician or something. <laughs> um, but you instill these small concepts that are, seem pretty small when you think about the huge impacts they have on my life. Like just that it, this doesn't serve me. So just thinking about things and, or like food and what I might eat and think this dessert will not serve me. I don't love it enough Mm. for how I'm going to feel later, but it's, it doesn't feel resistant. It just feels from a calm place. Yeah. That's so good. Casey, let's um, hear a little bit from you about your before and after, especially because I think Karen was speaking to a lot of what you got out of the yummy mommy experience in terms of like, when you say no, thank you to the cupcake. It's from a place of like love versus deprivation. Casey, just tell us a little bit about your before and after and speak to, if you can, a little bit about when you say no, how that is actually from you loving yourself. Yeah. I'll try not to tear up. I, I I didn't really know what it truly meant to love yourself. I had heard it. I had thought I understood it. And I believe that I did at a very surface level, like what things we do to love ourselves, like in a stressful day, maybe we take a bath, maybe we go shopping, maybe we take a walk, maybe we take a break, whatever that is. But now I know 
through group coaching actually and hearing other people that what it means to truly love yourself is when you're in that place of like, as Karen was saying, I was in the same cycle, like basically make a choice that doesn't serve me. And I didn't even know what that meant, but now I do like make a choice that doesn't serve me. And then I would beat myself up and punish myself. Or I would like say, Oh, it it doesn't matter. It's no big deal. I'll start again tomorrow, whatever it is. And so my thought process was really coming at myself and my choices from this place of dissatisfaction, not acceptance or unacceptance, I should say. And now I understand what it means to come at everything with love. I look at like my inside, who I was, maybe this is cheesy, but like a little girl and how I was raised and who I am now. And just really loving her, loving myself now through all these choices and then giving space. Like I know how to stop and give space to things. I can accept certain things first. And then I give myself and others love, and then I can make choices and think my own thoughts at a place from that. And so I'm no longer punishing myself if I make a mistake or I do eat the fucking cupcake. Like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. Tell me a little bit about like what it's like to like be in your body and to like live your day to day as someone who really loves themselves at the root. Like what is just your experience of being with you? Sure. So my feelings are now, I feel free. I feel peace. I feel in control. I feel very happy. I feel spiritually and physically lighter. Of course I've lost weight, but what the actions I make in life are, is that what you're asking? Like, like, what am I, what does that look like in a day to day? When I think about how I want to start my day, I think about my practices that serve me journaling, meditating, thinking how I want to feel the whole day and thinking about what challenges I might have in a really busy day and how I can get through that and how I might slip up and how I can have my own back through it all. And if I do, it's okay. It's just, everything is really coming up from a place of internal and letting go of the external. And what I mean by letting go at first, I had to love myself to love external things. And then I have to like, accept it, like love acceptance. And then I can choose to think and feel however I want with whatever happens throughout my day. So it's really just this neutral place. And from that peace and light and happiness and freedom come from that. Yeah. That is so empowering and so liberating to live like that. I, eat healthy things that are going to make me fuel me, give me energy throughout the day. I listen to my body. So if I'm full and feel nourished, I'm not going to eat off my kid's plate anymore. I don't need it. That those few bites are the difference between me feeling so good throughout the whole day and reaching my goals and not depriving myself. It's not deprivation when you're truly making a choice of honoring what's going to make you feel good because you love yourself deep, deep down. Oh, and who so cares if friends are like thinking your choices are weird or again, it's external, right? Yeah. Like unfazed. Totally. Oh my no. That is so freeing. Give everybody their thoughts and feelings back to them and not care or being like a robot trying to please everybody and not disappoint everybody. And I was or- that person. I lived that that life. I was, my brain was programmed to do that. So say a little bit about that. Like, what was it like being you as somebody who, I don't know if you describe yourself as a people pleaser or, or what, or how (laughs) she's like, if you could see her face, you guys, she's like, yeah. So what was it like being you before as somebody who was constantly trying to people please or constantly trying to control the external? 
Oh, dude, yeah. Textbook people pleaser here. Mm -hmm. Coming from a lineage of people pleasers as women. I'm again, I, it's okay. The feelings of being a people pleaser would be at an event and there would only be XYZ food, or maybe there would be another option. And somebody would be like, I made this like, like everyone's eating it. It's great. It's normal thing to eat, but I really deep down probably didn't really want it. I knew, but then it was a place of fear. And it was a place of like, oh, I'm going to have to like be on the treadmill next day for an hour, or I don't want to gain any more weight. Or it was really a place of like fear and out of control versus mm -hmm. now I'm at a place of like love acceptance. And I have the tools to process through whatever's around. Oh, that's so helpful. I love that. Okay. Brie, tell us a little bit about who you were before the yummy mummy experience and who you are now. Yeah, absolutely. Before the yummy mummy, I literally tried all the things. I used to be obsessed with my step counts and checking how many calories I've burned in a day and working out two hours plus just to oh. feel good about myself or to not feel guilty about eating X, Y, or Z. And then I would also be the type of person that would sneak food during nap time. There's no one around to see me eat half the bag of chips and yeah. I don't have to answer to anybody about it. That was me before. And through the yummy mummy experience, I have learned that I am my best inner accountability. I yeah. don't want to eat all of those things because just like Casey was saying, it doesn't make me feel good inside my body. It doesn't make me feel like the mom I want to be sneaking around and doing things. And mm. I just, it didn't make me, it just doesn't, that's not the person I am anymore. I've definitely learned a lot of tools from you for that. And I love it. Before I used to majorly over restrict, which would then of course create the cycle around over restrict, over desire, use, over desire. Yes. Thank you. So yeah. yeah, that's where I was before, but I know. I think so many of us were there or are there here listening. We over restrict and then that doesn't work because then we create so much desire over desire. And then what do we do when we have all that over desire? We overeat. And then when we notice, oh shit, we've overeaten. We have to over restrict again. And then <laughs> over desire and then overeat and then over restrict. And the whole time you're overthinking and you're over beating yourself up and you're just fucking over it. <laughs> should be yes. called the over it cycle. Okay. Keep talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, for sure. I remember the first time I stumbled upon your podcast and it was March of 2021. And I was, in fact, I was walking on the beach that day. It was one of my like two hour walks that I needed to get all my steps in. And I was binge listening to it. And I instantly fell in love, obviously, but I kept thinking to myself, okay, come on, lady, tell me what to do. Give me the prescription. Mm -hmm. Tell me, yeah. how do I do this? What, what's, you know, what am I cutting out? What am I amping up? And it wasn't until we started working together that I really realized that it's not about what you're doing or like what you're cutting out. It's how you are internalizing those decisions mm -hmm. and, and knowing that everyone's protocol is different and my protocol will look different than Sarah's or Casey's or Karen's, but that we all have a similar experience. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. Aren't you guys as a little listeners, like desperate for me to just tell you what to do. So you promise you'll just do it. 
but it doesn't freaking work. <laughs> we cannot, I can't dole out prescriptions because I am not in your body. I'm not living your life. And oh my God, we are desperate as humans to just have the formula. But the formula that I teach is really step-by-step -step and really super easy, but it is designed for you. And I can't prescribe anything because it doesn't work. We already tried that 50 times. We already tried that with whatever fill in the blank diet. That's so good. Thank you so much. Sarah, tell us a little bit about your before and I should call it your before and your now. <laughs> yeah, sure. The things I thought about is like my before was like super distracted. The overthinking was a lot of me that grippy energy is what we say in the yummy mummy. It's kind of like obsessive. I read every diet book and then I would strictly like follow that diet book. And so yeah. just like whole new thing. I'm eating five things forever. <laughs> I had uh, perfectionistic tendencies. I was super hard on myself and it was just like this cycle inside of my head, like overthinking and planning and figuring out and researching and a classic kind of thing was when I lose the weight, then I'll be able to go on more vacations or wear the, you know, cute outfit or say yes to that invitation. So now it's taken me a while to kind of see that it's a transformation. Like, I don't like to say like, I was a totally different person because I feel like that's unkind now to my past self. It's like been this transformation and Laura taught me, Laura, you taught me how to like live my life now. So yes. I think it's important to note that for the listeners, I haven't, I'm not at my goal. Yes. I haven't reached my goal weight, but what I have done. So this isn't just about the weight. It is about thinking. I get to live my life now. I get to love my life now. I get to love my body now. And my kids are kids now. And I get to play with them now and show them now and be a role model now. Yes. I get to go off the diving boards now, even uh, though I'm not like at my goal weight. Yeah. And I went off the diving boards actually, you know, last summer. So not too long after I started the yummy mummy overall, I'm kinder to myself. I'm gentler. I'm more present and, you know, having my own back now is the way that I can show up and be a more like fun mom or like easygoing or not like figuring it all out, but just like being here now. Oh my God. And that's so important to, to offer because we all are playing that poisonous when then game, when I lose the weight, then I can go off the diving board or whatever. And it's like, no, you have to live your life now. And in you living your life now, that actually helps you create the result that you're after with so much more ease and so much more freedom. Completely. And I'm not pretending that I love my life now. I really do. So it has been this transformation of, I love my life now and I love my body now. Mm, that's so good. And what are your thoughts about your goal weight and you reaching your goal weight? It's inevitable. 
right? I believe 100% that I will reach my goal weight. And I don't know when, and that's okay. I've never had so much like faith and also letting it go. Like it's not consuming my mind. When am I going to lose the weight? How much weight? Blah, blah, blah. Like it's not, it's just kind of like over here in the background. I know it's going to happen. Great. Let's live our life. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's like you get in the car and you're driving to the beach or whatever. It's like, you're going to get to the beach. You don't know that everyone's going to have to pee seven times. It's like, I always talk about maybe the, when isn't any of our business. We just keep driving. We're going to get to the beach. We're not exactly sure the exact time because we've got other kids in the car and we might need to make some pit stops or we might run out of gas or we might have a flat tire, whatever the thing is, but we are going to get there. And I think that's so important. Like your energy around you getting to your goal is so fun to watch across the screen because it's so light. It's not what most of us or what we used to have, which is what we always talk about that grippy, graspy attached energy. When I get to my goal, then I can finally take a sigh of relief. When I get to my goal, I can finally be confident. I can finally, whatever, fill in the blank, go off the driving board. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get there. And then you're not missing out on your life. So cool to hear Sarah, anything else you want to add? Totally. I was going to say, oh, I kind of laugh and say, so in the meantime, the universe or whomever has plans for me to continue learning these lessons, because sometimes I've stayed at the same weight for a long time during this experience, Yeah, long time in quotes, I continue to learn. I continue to learn. And I tell myself, that's why I'm like, I'm not at my goal weight yet because I'm still like in this process of learning. Yeah, totally. And what's so fascinating is like, you guys know, I always say this, like the fastest way to lose weight is to like, let it be slow. Like let it take a year. That's such a short amount of time in the grand scheme of things. Cause so many of us have been at this for like five or 10 or 20 or 30 years. A year is not a long time, actually. I want to hear from you guys, like, what is your best piece of advice? Like, what do you really want to share with our listeners? What do you want to offer somebody who is in the shoes that you were in six months or eight months or whatever amount of months, year, whatever it is ago, what do you want to offer to them? Karen? Okay. So these are the two things I would have wanted to hear is that I loved hearing that I could borrow your belief in the Mm. process for myself. Like you said to me, you can borrow my belief that you will lose weight. And that for some reason allowed me to get over the hump, but I would have wanted to hear from somebody in the group, which I am in the group, everyone (laughs) that everyone in the group has lost weight. Mm. So we've lost so much more and we've gained so much more, but I would, would have, would have wanted to hear that everyone has lost weight. Of course. Right. Yeah. Cause we all want to know like, well, but is there that one person in there that this doesn't work for? <laughs> no, none of us, there is no magic unicorn. As you say, we're yeah. although in the same time, we're all magic unicorns. I know I need to change that <laughs> analogy because we are magical unicorns actually. So yes. good. Oh, that's so helpful to hear Karen. 
I wish someone would have told me that this is the best money I would mm -hmm. ever spend. I obviously mentioned this earlier, but literally has changed my life. It's changed my money concept. You know what Ooh. I mean? So it's just like when you give yourself a gift of this magnitude, yeah, it just increases your life in every way. Mm. And that's, that's what has happened with me. And if someone would have told me that, then there, there would have been no hesitation or questions asked. Yeah. Although there was barely any of that too for me, but I think it's so normal. We're not trained to spend a lot of money on coaching or as women or moms, even like we're not trained, we're not conditioned. We're programmed the opposite way, right? Like to to put everyone else first, but it's like, I always like spend this money on yourself for yourself, the end. But you guys all know that when you spend this money on yourself, you become a better wife, a better mom, a better friend, a better fill in the blank. Anything else? I tell you, and I tell everyone, this is better than therapy. <laughs> totally. If you want to lose weight for the last time, this is freaking, this is it. Get a coach. Yeah. Yeah. I was always the type of person that when somebody gave me a suggestion, I would instantly like, Oh, that won't work for me. I can't do that. Oh. And I wish somebody would have said to me, what if, and create a space for maybe, and let me just try. Because when I decided to just try and sign up for the Yummy Mummy, it was life-changing. It has changed the trajectory of my life. Mm. And my thoughts really, truly are creating my results. So if I tell mm. myself I can do it, I will do it. But yeah. if I stand in my own way, I always say this to my kids. If you say you can't, you won't. Yeah. And that's been really impactful. And I wish yeah. somebody had said that to me years ago and they might, yeah. they maybe did, but I didn't have the ears at the time. Yeah. But I did now. And I hope that whomever is listening can have the ears to hear that like, this is for you. And there's a, there is a space for maybe, and what if, and yeah. let's just try. Yeah. Let's just try. Let's just see. Oh, that's so spacious feeling, right? It's like so open. Oh, especially for those of us who have tried what seems like everything. Go ahead, Karen, tell us. Okay. I thought of one more thing. You could almost have a podcast of husbands of your yummy mummies, which would say how much they have seen a change. So I, I do think oh I mean, my, my, God. Hus my husband is very supportive of me kind of spending money on whatever I want, but, but he was like, this is just another thing, like her other stuff I invest in that. I, I don't know what he thought in the beginning, but he definitely has seen a change and not just in the way I am about weight or food, but just self-image and growth. And I believe I already had a growth mindset, but it, it's just, it's bigger. And then at the same time, I feel like other husbands, I've heard from other yummy mummies that other husbands have said, this is the best money they've ever spent yes. for their wife. So if oh my God, that's so helpful because I hear that from so many clients or potential clients. Like, Oh my God, what do I say to my husband? Like, I want to do this. Like, like my husband, Casey, what did your husband say? I think you, you had something your husband was telling you. 
I agree with Karen. I think my, he was fully supportive in the beginning, even though it was a significant investment for us, but he didn't think twice. And he wants me to probably be in yummy mummy forever for life. I think he wouldn't think twice. Like, and, and I agree. I mean, the initial investment is nothing compared to what you get from it for the rest of your life. Mm. Yeah. So good. So good. Brie, tell us. My husband um, has seen such a positive response in me that he actually signed up to do his own coaching. Oh, Um, yes. And we are coaching it up in here. (laughs) All the thought work between the two of us. So it's been wonderful. It's really, really great. I love that. Yeah, that is. How do I sign up my husband? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Brie, what does he do? I forget. The delicious daddy is coming in 2023, you guys. So just stay tuned for that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. The delicious daddy is not coming. But Brie, what did he do? I think it's called the warrior. Warrior. I'll look it up, Casey. I forget. But it's such a perfect example of how you're just living your life. And by you just like living your life, you're being an example and inspiring other people like your husband, whatever, to grow or to evolve or to go get what they want. Like just living your life. I don't know about you. A lot of you guys are just out there living your lives. You're not trying to prove like, Hey, this is the most amazing thing ever. You're just doing you and other people see that and they want that. Yeah, actually, I didn't tell anybody I was doing Yummy Mummy other than my husband for the past nine months. So surprise, family, friends. Yeah, I kept it really private because in the past I was like doing, telling everybody, you got to do this diet, you got to do that. And like trying to get everybody to do on board with you. And the difference here is I just, I did it for myself and um, Mm -hmm. just living my life and just doing it as a part of my personal growth. I love that. All right, you guys, I think that brings us home. If, unless anyone has one or two things that they want to end with. Karen, tell us. We totally can do that. Okay, sorry. People keep saying things that I'm like, oh, I should say this. But the other thing that is such a relief is knowing I will never do another diet. I will never oh. do another cleanse. I literally threw all of my random diet books or cleanse books away and people will bring things up to me and I just say, Nope, I'm good. And that feels Mm. so good. And so just free. So free. Yes. Oh my gosh. Cause that is so draining. So much energy, so much money, so much time on the next thing, on the next thing, on the next thing. All right, you guys, that is our episode. If you want to apply to be a yummy mummy and create the transformation that these beautiful women have for yourself, go to lauraconley.com and click work with me. Applications are now open for the April 2022 yummy mummy experience from the bottom of my heart. You yummy mummy, Sarah, Casey, Brie, Karen, thank you so much for helping me achieve my mission, which is to free the fucking moms. (laughs) Let's help a million moms lose weight for the last time. All right. You guys have the best week ever and I will see you later. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple podcast. And if you've enjoyed listening 
you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.